What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Do, do what you want to
motherfucker, we made it. Went to Howard University, got degree, graduated. I had the will to succeed. Guess me, Lil B came my Jada. This that boss man shit. Hold on, let me pick my J's up, let my tash show. Pants sad, grab a lady ass if I want to. If you didn't know, rent run shit. I do what the hell I wanna do, right? Live life like fuck it, cause you only live once. It's some sexy girls that wanna get sexed out and what shit. Trying to get some, always on my toes. Never had steps, turn a bucket to a bin, send a bin to a jet. Is the mission, respect the pimpin'. About my dough, like I'm home with and Relax around you niggas, whack ass niggas. Most rats chase cheese, put trash around niggas. Don't know about y'all, throw plaques on my wall. How you wanna play when your ass don't know how to ball? Some people real, some people fake. Some people show love, but see, most motherfuckers hate. So when I cook up, the world gets shook up, shook up, shook up. For your soul, man, better pick the holy book up time for me to act the ass Tax some cash or a laugh with the teller why she do the math All because I did the most shit, my grind so classic deserves it Pardon me, I don't mean to boast, but the bullets from my mind's holster Plus the style, homie, got you looking foul while I ran one wild Homie, oh, you don't know by now, I got hard, mostly Will Smith and seven pounds Homie, ha 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 ha, nah dog, I wouldn't ask the ha 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 Until I reached the ta ha 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 Element of surprise will make you not want to believe your eyes Funny, most of y'all will believe in lies, I wish Tupac was still alive So I bump hit him up, what? I'm a rude boy, ask Rihanna, do she want to know if it's big enough? How silly am I to be fly, but you can't do it if you don't try And see, this rap shit is easy to me, all across the web, Lily is to see. Fuck smoky the bed, they ignite the tree, top sweets and parry may be the life of me. Some people real, some people fake. Some people show love, but see, most motherfuckers hate so when I cook up the world gets shook up, shook up, shook up. Coming for your soul, man, better pick the holy book up.
need a money counter. Check up a hundred ounces and serve them over the counter. These niggas talking crazy, remotely flipping they channel. They see me going past them like gutter must be the answer. Last week, old school, now I pull out the fountain. Hit it on 22s, my haters catching a tantrum. Miss me with that pistol, play start a natural disaster. I turn your whole click in a friendly ghost like Casper. Super smooth, but kill you quicker than counsel. Cremate your body and hold your soul for ransom. Big bank both, I get swollen than pissy pamphlets. Think I ain't real aspirin. Listen to the
my best friend is a loud man. And all we talking cheese up in my city, known for that cow man. All I talk about is money. What else is there to talk about? All I know is money. You put the niggas way in mouth. I've been running kitchens. And I'm never burning out. Boy, my shit so pretty. And I ain't never melting. All I talk about is money. What else is there to talk about? All I know is money. You put the niggas way in mouth. I've been running kitchens. Out that wet thing, red bottles on my ten toes. That's a car note for that Benzo. Bank seals on my bankroll. Horses on my shirt, horses on my slacks. Caught up round Lauren and I bought the whole damn rack. Uh, 50 G's in my bag. Better ride around with it. With it. You suckin' niggas just hate me, but all I know is I'm with it. With it. Diamonds on my wrist, diamonds on my neck. All I talk is money, so just cut me that check. My dick just keep moving, you niggas just keep losing. You better check your bitch, your bitch just keep choosing. VIP section, loaded up with my fans. All I know is money, I make it rain and bang. All I talk about is money, what else is there to talk about? All I know is money, you put the niggas way in mouth. I've been running kitchens, and I'm never burning out. Boy, my shit so pretty, and I ain't never melting. All I talk about is money, what else is there to talk about? All I know is money, you put the niggas way in mouth. I've been running kitchens, and I'm never burning out. Boy, my shit so pretty, and I ain't never melting down. Passport got that mark, I'm paid for my boat coast. 
checklist. That's why we win it and your squad is checklist. We in the building, you not on the guest list. We take it over, so come meet Real your breakfast. Like, ah. They say that money talks, so a hundred grand. We do what we want, they do what they can. Real, real, it's all I understand. 
tuned in to Real Talk with Lee on Blog Talk Radio. Rise, we rise, we grind. You rise, you grind. We rise, we grind. You rise, you grind. We rise, we grind. Now wake your ass up. Monday through Friday on Blog Talk Radio, Real Talk with Lee. Check in. All right, it's almost famous Friday show on Real Talk with Lee. Um, I'm, I'm in the building, just chilling. Um, we got a special guest in the building. We have Miss Hot Kitty Cat in the building. Um, how you doing today? I'm doing just great. I'm doing great in yourself. Oh, I'm just chilling, you know, um, trying to enjoy enjoy the weather. You know how I go. Um, for our listeners who may not know who Hot Kitty Cat is, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm a female hip-hop rap artist. I do also some pop. And right now, as far as the West Coast, I'm here in Los Angeles, California. Um, I did also live in New York, and I kind of grew up on both coasts. So I'm kind of bi-coastal, East Coast, West Coast, but I lived on the West a little bit more than the East, but I love the East, too. And um have family, you know, different places, ATL, you name it. Um, and... My passion has always been music growing up. Um, I used to give friends when I was in high school and stuff and middle school, and uh, friends used to pay me to, to, to do their introduction on the voicemail, like, yo, spit some dope rhymes on here and, uh, you know, and, and, and make us a cool little song. Like, it, it was so popular there with, like, my friends and stuff. Like, they heard me, like, get off of some music, and it was like, that's you? I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, from that point on, like, yo, uh, can you do my voice now? Can you do this and mm-hmm. you know things like that. So that's kind of how I started out, kind of doing music when I when when I was younger. It was kind of like in my family, kind of like uh, the thing. You know, my brothers and stuff was in the music. Uh, my friends was in the music, but I I was considered a exceptional artist because I can write very very well, and um, when I write my material. I would have people thinking that somebody else voted because it sounds so good. And like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't I don't usually hear female they they would tell me they don't usually hear female rappers that can really write well. They always gotta have somebody else writing for them. And so that's what kinda like, you know, shaped me as being kinda like different than a lot of you know, a lot of artists. You know, my brother used to say uh, um hip hop artist, she was a female rapper but she could never write no hit song ever. She had the voice, mm. but she couldn't write it all. So he used to have to write her material for. So, right. so, so. Uh, Wait, well, that, it that's kind of. I, I know dudes. You know, I've heard of <laughs> gentlemen. You know, getting their rhymes written. A lot of dudes. You know, in, in this industry, a lot of people mm-hmm. won't openly admit that, but I've seen firsthand. You know, other people getting their rhymes written for them. I mean, nothing. You know, uh, I mean, I guess it's on the individual because you know you have some people that openly like okay. Where it's like Diddy openly admits other people write his rhymes. You know, there's no secret. Right, right. But other guys, you know, they get help or they get somebody to write it, but they'll never, you know, they'll never say that. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. You don't never hear it being admitted. Like, you know what, this person, you know, helped me out with this or that. Like, people don't want to really give the respect to the writer. So, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I do have that talent that, um, to write and, and write very well. That's that that was also one of my passions growing up was writing. I used to do like poetry sometimes and stuff like that. So 
I kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of grew up into that lifestyle, loving hip hop and music, and it was just kind of like in my blood to 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 love it and to like it and to, uh, you know, be passionate about it and to put my all into it. And at what point did you decide to turn these um these poems in, into rhymes, or did you just do something totally different? Was it just you know poetry was one thing, and then you know the next thing you just started writing rhymes, something totally different? Uh, what happened is I kind of started off writing and things like that, and then um, I kind of was like, you know, I used to I used to hear like things going up. I used to hear uh, Cam Foxy and stuff like that, and then I used to just kind of go in the bathrooms and stuff like kind of you know practicing myself like yo you know like, you know I love this 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 right here you know what I'm saying and so those those female artists they kind of shape the way for what's you know, for what's going on today. So I could always pay respect to the OGs like Little Kim um, because she definitely was an inspiration and stuff for me growing up. Besides that, on, on a male side, Jigga was always, you know, Jay-Z was always my top, you know, hip-hop artist, you know. Mm-hmm. As an OG in the game, he, he's always brought out, like, some of the best material. And so I kind of looked up to them, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I like this. I love this music type stuff. And then it's just kind of like I was writing, doing poetry and stuff, and then I kind of just got into it like, you know what, um, I, I, I could do this. I, I could write me some songs. And then I started practicing my stuff, and from that point on, it just became, you know, just more evident that this was for me. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. So, you know, <clears throat> what age did you say, okay, I'm going to take you seriously? You know, because I saw now a lot of people, you know, you start like rap, you're kind of doing it for the fun of it or a hobby or, you know what I mean, you're not really taking it that serious. At what point did you say, okay, I got something here, I'm going to take this thing serious? I think that when I started taking it serious, I think I was about, when I really said, you know what, I'm going to, like, really take it serious, I think I was, like, 18 years old when I really um, was just like this is this has got to be like taken to the next level because I know that this is something that I need to be doing more of. Um, I think at that point that's when I was just like you know what I'm putting my all into it more and I'm also putting more and dedicating more time because time was what you know what what I was lacking because I was my 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 head was everywhere trying to do this that the other figure this out, figure that out, you know, and trying to accomplish so many things at once. But I think once I became 18, I was evident that this is for me and I need to try to, like, make this happen more. Almost that, and what are some of the, maybe some of the um, known acts that maybe you work with, some of the uh, known artists you may have, like, worked with in the past or maybe did shows with, um, any, any uh, notable names you've uh, done some work with so far? Um, I recently was uh, recording with Epidemic. He does a lot of he does a um, the production side with um, Eminem and stuff like that. He's a exceptional, very very good producer, writer, artist, and things like that. And he did uh, Eminem, you know, some, some a lot of stuff on Eminem's album and stuff. And you know, he's all on my Facebook, on my Twitter, and stuff like that. And he's a, he's definitely. Definitely, uh, you know, a, a great, great producer, engineer, and an artist. And I also did some stuff with, um, I, I got uh, featured on a couple different magazines. I was featured one time in Hip Hop Weekly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I had got a Rude Boy magazine and things like that. And um, I met different artists, and I have some events where I'm trying to meet even more people to really expand and try to get my music out there, at least let it be evident that I do got, have that talent. I know some people, like, they're searching for the next, like, female hip-hop artist because it's not any really out there but just one person. And so, you know, people, when they hear my stuff, they definitely say this is, this is like, they said when I come out, I'll be the greatest female rap artist in ever mm-hmm. in history. And a lot of people don't know about me yet. But soon I just, I'm dropping an EP that's coming out, and I'm doing um, some singles that I got that's coming out, actually. And my singles are so hot that, like, when people see, they're going to be like, man. And then if they know that I wrote every verse myself in the hook and everything, and know that that um, I put that all into the stuff, they're definitely going to be like, this this chick right here, yo, she, she, she spits fire, because I definitely do that. And then when I do something, I'm going to put my, my 100% effort into it. And then I try to show my my um, versatility into my rhymes to let people know that I'm not just rapping about this, that, and the other. I'm, I'm rapping about a lot of, you know, different things just to show, show people and my fans that I have, uh, you know, the flexibility to to do music in different ways and show them I could make, you know, something for you to dance to real good. I could put real mm-hmm. life stuff in there, some political, um, you know, I could, I could I could do, you know, it all. So I try to show that to my fans, the versatility that I have with my rhymes and with my writing. Yeah, I was listening to one of your tracks uh, recently. Uh, I think it was kind of like a, what was that, I remember the dance, so it was, kinda, it was catchy. I liked it. You know what I mean? I thought it was Thank dope. You. You know what I mean? Exactly. I might have some books. I noticed that one, and I think I'm in the club all night. But I'm like kind of like club type joint, so I was like, you know, I was feeling it, and you know, I'm not just saying that just because you're on the show, because you can go back and listen to my shows. If someone was whack, <clears throat> I straight up, t- I wouldn't say, you know, I might not say you, you. I'll just say, look, I wasn't feeling it, but that doesn't go for other people. You know, I'll keep it straight up. You know what I mean? Right. You know, right. I might, yeah, I might not tell them those exact words you're whack, but I might say, look, I'm not feeling it. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Right. Right, you know, to each his own. Keeping it real. <laughs> right, that's Absolutely. all. Like, it's real talk with me. I mean, we can only keep it real on my show. So, you know, a lot of people get intimidated because they say, "Oh man, they go, they feel like they're gonna get crit." And ain't it ain't being uh, critical. It's just you know, giving you my opinion. You if you ask for it, you know, right. what I mean? I'm not so gonna you can better that. Lie to you because I think that's and, a disservice. Know, it's, exactly, you know I mean? and and artists have to take that and and as as people's opinions. And if somebody tells you that something like that, that means you need to maybe brush up something. And I take criticism as, like, you know, okay. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, you know what? But then when I think about it, like, next song I do, let me brush that up a little bit more. You know what I mean? Maybe they was right about that. But that's what you have to do. You have to keep your eye open as an artist and, and, and accept yeah. the criticism because it comes to the best of the best. The best of the best yeah, artists. And a lot of times, um, so that's, times, that's a part of life. Whole, um, hip-hop industry, a lot of guys, you mm-hmm. know, like I've you know run across people a lot, you know, and everybody's the hottest rapper out. Like it's, it's impossible. You know what I mean? Right. Like how right. how's every like every I swear I mean there's never wrong with confidence. I think everyone should have, be overconfident in themselves. But I've never run into a, 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 a guy who raps that says I'm just average. Or I'm an okay rapper. Or I like to rap. It's always man, I'm right. the hottest thing on the street, man. I'm telling you, and then it's not always. Up the par, and it's not, you know, maybe it's maybe exactly. it's uh, maybe it's uh, the recording, okay? Maybe they didn't get it mastered correctly. So it's it's little things that set you apart. 
you know, you can tell, you know, off here in a, a 10, 15 seconds in, you can tell they got that, that record properly mastered. You know what I mean? Right. You can hear the vocals. You can tell they were laid. Like, it's just little things. And it's not to say, because um, they, may, they may be hot, but it's all distorted. You can't really hear what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely had came across the music like that because I used to have a, like, team of crew I used to come across um, a few years back. And what I was doing before I was, like, even pushing my own stuff out, I was helping other artists. And then um, I was helping artists that didn't even know that I do music myself as an artist. And so what I would do is um, I I was managing, kind of like managing them and trying to mm-hmm. put them in the right person's hands and trying to, you know, get them put in the right direction. And I would have some artists that, like, I would say, hey, you know what, you need to do this, that, or other, and they would straight lack it. And so, but they had the confidence in themselves, like they just thought they were just, you know, all this and that, like they were irreplaceable and stuff. But but like you said, you know, some people have more confidence than they can back it up with with what the music sounds like. I definitely got a lot of that because I have to. Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm the hot, I'm the hottest this that and the other. Right, right, right. right. We, we both it, know it comes down to work ethic because you know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I, I work ethic. Work that hot. Get on. But, Why? Because they just work their they work their ass off. Period. You know what I mean? They put in that right. work. So you can be you can be an average rapper, but your work ethic can be through the roof. Your, your, your rap skills exactly. can be on, the, on on zero zero from one to ten. You can be about a seven. But if your work ethic is at a ten, guess what? <laughs> You'll probably get on faster than that guy whose rap skills are at a ten, but they work ethic is maybe at a six or seven. That's that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a big difference because I see some artists that's like they re- they're really good, but the work ethic is at a zero. So it's like even though they're so good, they don't do what they're supposed to do and do it on time, and they don't put the effort into doing the, the, you know, the smaller things they need to do, like putting material out there, being at their sessions on time, you know, doing their, their events and stuff like that. They, some of them think that they're so good, they just flake. You know, I had an artist like that I used to manage, like flake out mm-hmm. of events at the last minute. And, yeah, you oh, sorry, you know, this came up, let's reschedule all the time. And I was like, you know what, you got to get this together because this ain't going to work. And then I had somebody that I came across, that was like really trying to get that artist an, an opportunity because they knew the artist was very talented, but the opportunity ended up not being able to um, to uh, move forward because they said that the person didn't have the work ethic in them. When they asked you for something, they said they asked they asked me to send the material because I was the manager. They said, "Can you send mm-hmm. the material over to us?" I asked the artist over a dozen times. That person just sat sat on it for so long. That I'm the one that got the blame from 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 the company that wants to play mm-hmm, to exactly. get the material somewhere. You know, somewhere. this entertainment thing is a small yeah. circus. You know, believe me, you burn somebody, will come back to bite you later on if you if you do people exactly. right. That comes, you know, that also comes back as well. So, you know, I look at it this way. Um, this is how I, I do business because I learned early on. Um, when someone you know, you have uh, problems, difficulties in the very beginning. It's only a preview of things to come. I'm giving away free games, so all the listeners, y'all, y'all catch this game. It's only a People give you difficulties and problems in the beginning. It's usually a preview of things to come. So cut that relationship short with the quickness. You only yeah, benefit I agree from with it. You. Trust uh-huh, me on that. You're I, absolutely I, I, right. I've seen it over and over again. So you know, anytime I mean, I ran across very solid individuals, and I couldn't work with them just because they showed me their character early on in the game. And I was like, you know what? No hard feelings. I can't do business with you. Well, well now you know I'm, right. I'm hungry. Like you know, no, you're not. You're not ready. You're not hungry. You're not none of these things you're talking about. 
because mm. you know what I mean. It's it's, it's something as simple as showing up on time. Something you know what? And, and people don't exactly. I'm glad difference. you said that. That's very important. That's what I used to get chewed out at from that that artist that I was managing. Never show up on time because uh, what someone in the industry told me is one one thing that's very important that people need to understand is that everybody's time is valuable. Exactly. You know, you can't expect people to sit there and wait on you an hour or something. Like, oh, I'm on my way. I'm coming. I'm coming. It's like, you're not here in such and such minutes. I'm out of here. And I told the artist, like, oh, he left already. He was waiting for an hour over, you know, 45 minutes or so. He said if he wasn't here at this time, he's gone. You know, people got other things to do. With their life and their time. Exactly. You got to understand people. that. Like you're not, you're time, not at that value. level as Jay-Z right now where you could just be like, okay, you, you know, an hour somebody going to wait for you. You're trying to make your way there. You got to really prove yourself more. Exactly. So if you show, really showing up on time is actually being late. So why tell you, you know, okay, I tell you what, I'm going to meet you at 3 o'clock. You should be there at 245 waiting. You just to show them exactly. that you respect their time because if you show up at three oh five, yeah, they might not say nothing to you, but they're gonna remember that. Mhm, absolutely. And a lot of times people don't say anything; they just they just won't deal with you anymore. You never know why. You know, I learned, yeah, I learned you that, that people too. stop dealing with you completely, <laughs> and you never even know why. They never even tell you why. You find out years later it was something as small as you showed up fifteen minutes late to a meeting that they had with you, so they never wanted to deal with you again. Yep, that happens all the time. And they don't have they they feel like okay you didn't you didn't explain yourself and you didn't show up on time so I don't have an explanation for you either exactly so you know it goes that way it yeah they look take at it that way disrespect. another thing I yeah. see in your resume you also do modeling and acting can you tell us a little about your because I think you've done some 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 pretty uh you know good things with your acting and, and your modeling can you uh, tell the listeners a little bit about that. Uh, yes, um, I have I have been doing modeling and acting. Um, just later on today, there's a fashion show that I'm supposed to be doing, and where it's actually opening up for Lionsgate Films. And Terrence Howard got a you know new movie that's coming out, and this company that I'm working for, I'm definitely trying to get into that. Um, I've done things all the way from when I was younger. I did a scene on Seventh Heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, I had did uh, a scene on Boston Public. Um, I had did uh, several run- runway shows in Hollywood, California. I-, I did one with Melanie Lane, as I believe it's called The Dragon Flyer. I believe that was the name of it. I did that was like one of my first uh, runway shows that I did. And I also did one um, with Rollo Street Entertainment. Um, he had it at the Scientology Building in Hollywood. And they had an event there, and I also did um, runway, and I did uh, um, a music performance there as well. And then I did a segment on Ricky Lake one time, just teaching uh, women about men and and how to not just go for the bad boys, you know, but date somebody that's going to treat you right. So I did a positive segment on Ricky Lake, uh, teaching Mm -hmm. women, uh, you know, how to... uh, you know, how to choose a good man and a man that's going to be there for you and, and, and that's going to treat you right. And I've uh, I've done, back in the day, I did um, exhibit music video, The X, uh, me and my girlfriend, one of my friends, Tony, we did that uh, together. Uh, we was models in there. Um, I also did, oh, I've done so much different things. Um, I did recently a couple TV pilots, and I also did a game show. I did listen to the deal years and years okay. ago. 
Yes. How long you been around this entertainment thing for a while? How did that lead to you starting your own company? Because I see that you know, and I want to you know say congratulations to that. You know, being a you know a businesswoman and everything, starting your own company. How did that situation come about? Um, that came about uh, when I was telling you about managing. Now, when I was when I was I would say about maybe four, no, no, not four years ago, about six years ago, um, I was working for a firm. And at the firm, what I would do is I was managing cases for attorneys. And so when I was doing that, it was like one of the most complex jobs that I ever had because dealing with attorneys is not easy at all. They have questions. They want to make sure that you know what you're talking about, and you have to know how to speak well. And so I remember people telling me, like, if you could do this this managing attorney thing really well, then they said, you definitely can manage artists because they knew that music was my passion. So I had um, some industry uh, connections with a few people and stuff, and then I had some artists that would come at me and say, you know, I want you to manage me, and I want you to do this, that, and the other. And so that's kind of how I ended up developing that, you know, cyber entertainment was, um, you know, a couple friends of mine, we sat there and we kind of brainstormed some things. And, you know, and I was managing attorneys and I was just getting out of that business. I was making good, good money doing it because I was so, so I, I mastermind it so much that I was like cracking bonus. Like every, every day I was cracking bonus. And, um, I was I was I was the one that they would come at when they needed uh, issues resolved, and nobody else could solve them. I was able to like get get in there and brainstorm, and I was, ended up being, you know, the best case manager to ever work for that firm. And we had a guy that thought he would always brag on how he used to be. He was like the manager of the case managers, like uh, the supervisor of the case managers. I guess that's what you can call him. He's the one that directly tells tells us what to do from the owner. Like, we don't have the contact with the owner. The owner tells this guy what he wants us to do. And so that was like our boss, I guess you can say. So that guy, you know, he was like always telling us he was the best. And then I had people at the company that tell me, nah, he's not the best. You're the best. They're like, because they never seen someone that can, um, you know, like solve stuff. So that's how I ended up developing my company because I was told, like, you know what, this girl's smart, she can do this and that. Why don't you put your passion into what you like, which is music? So then I started dealing with different artists and, you know, things like that, and, and that's how Steiger Entertainment had got developed. Oh, definitely. That's inspirational. Can you um talk about, because I, we, we see you now, right? I see you now, and you, you know you got a serious movement going out here. Uh, and I'm feeling the movement, but um, can you talk about the hard work? Because a lot of people, you know, they see you... Uh, Come out now, and they just think you just came out of left field like it was like an overnight success. And so, could you, you know, speak to that, like the hard, some of the hard work as it goes into to building a brand and everything? Um, it, it's definitely hard work into building a brand because you got to deal with you not only got to make good product, you got to, after you make the good product, it's like, what do you do with it next? That's the question. And this is where a lot of artists and people that's trying to do things get stuck on because. You're not only, like, good at what you do, but how do you get that word out there? How do you expand? And that's 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 where most people fail or they lack at, and that's where the hard work comes in because you got to get out there and you got to make your brand noticeable. You, you have to uh, put that effort into 
getting your material out there and letting people know who you are. And that's one of the hardest things to do as an artist or as a, a owner of a, of a label or a management company or whatever you're trying to do to get established is what do you do after you have the product in your hand? When your product is complete, how do you get that product in the person's hands who can change your life? Or how do you get that product out there so that the world knows what you do? And that is, like, one of the most struggling things out there to build it up. I mean, I had um, I had so many things that I was trying to do, and I just was like, I don't know which way to do it or what to do first. But I was, like, taking step by step by step on trying to build myself and build my brand and also to get my material out there and get my material known and uh, things like that. So I'm still working on that. It's a work in progress. And right now with the music and stuff that I'm going to drop, that's going to be hotter than the stuff that I got out now because my new stuff that I just did, it, like, really was collaborated with an engineer slash producer that, that beats is just so phenomenal that it just goes with my raps. Like, before I did materials, like, I got my boy that I've been knowing for years, and he was a hell of a producer or whatever, which, which did stuff for a major label. But he threw me some, like, tracks that was not really hot tracks because he really didn't know I could spit. He was just like, you know what, I'm just throwing this to you. You you know, we're friends and stuff. But I, I shot him some bread, not like I asked for nothing for free. I'm not that kind of person. I never freeload nothing like that. I'm strictly authentic. I pay my way. You know, I'm going to make sure that if people do stuff for me, I'm going to look out. So that's me. That's how I am. I, I give respect to receive respect. So with with that being said, you know, it's like, um, you know, he gave me some tracks that wasn't so, you know, so good. And then he, 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 uh, he was like, whoa, when he saw what I did with some tracks, he said, you turned my beats that wasn't even my best material. I was just trying to see, you know, really how you how you was gonna do these tracks. He's like, You turned this into like his songs. He's like, This sounds really great and I was like, Thank you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So my my stuff that can't, that that's out like it's it's good, people love it. But the stuff that I got that's gonna drop soon is like so much more what 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 I like and what I was focused on, like hip hop wise and having the nice tracks, because I'm really a, a real, like, I'm really into really good tracks and good sound and hip-hop stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I do show my versatility and do some pop songs and stuff like that, because I like to show that I could do pop, some R&B and things like that, but my real passion is the hip-hop and the rapping, and um, when I get tracks that really show that part of me out, it, it just becomes so you know, so, so great that it's just like you you can just feel it that I'm loving it because it's sounding, you know, sounding good. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Um, you know, I think that's that's important to, um, you know, always make make some good, um, you know, alliances in this business because, you know, a lot of times um, for some reason, you know, people don't want to you know, work together. A lot of times people end up working against each other. And I was going to ask, is that, right. is that, um, how does that work for you? Because you know you're you're an attractive young lady. Not only do you do you do music, but you 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 have a nice look. You model and you act. I mean, how's that been received from I guess from you know other female MCs or other MCs in general? Um, I've I've had people from like different MCs and people give me respect and say, you know what, you're a triple threat. And I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, 
they're like you you rap, you do you do music, you rap, they're like you model and you act, they're like you're you're a triple threat, you do you do it all. And I was like, you know, I was like, Okay, well thank you. You know, I was happy to get respect from some people that I I feel like I should be giving some respect to too because they're you know, they out they, they do good work themselves, you know what I mean? Mhm. Yeah, that's a good thing, you know what I'm saying, uh, especially being around, you know, positive individuals, you know, and I, I know it's hard because sometimes, you know, it comes both ways. You know, for the most part, like most people generally want to be positive, but then you always have those, you know, those naysayers and those haters and doubters and stuff like that. That right. for no reason just right. want to, you know, spread that negativity. And my, my philosophy is always, you don't have, you know, if it ain't nothing positive, I really don't want to hear it. You know, I'm just, and that's not to be Absolutely. mean, I'm just being honest. Gotta be you know, on like, that. I don't have because... time to dwell in anyone else's negativity. Right. Yeah, negative is definitely not good. I don't. I, I've, I've took myself away from like so many negative people because they will do nothing but bring you down. Like people that say, you know, oh yeah, you need to be doing this or that or whatever. Are trying to tell you what you should be doing with your life and stuff like that. Like, no, this is what my passion is, and I'm definitely going to work towards it and you know make my goals and. and aspirations come true because that's where, you know, that's where my heart is at. You know, nobody can tell you what to do with yourself. You got to know yourself and tell yourself what to do with yourself. And you know what I'm saying? Because it's definitely going to always be people that's going to hate on you and not like you for no reason at all. And you just be like, yo, why is this, this chick looking at me funny or why is this or that or whatever? And I have people that come at me trying to, you know, get me to talk bad on certain mainstream artists that start right now. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't need to, you know, I told them this, right, you know, this. Like, you know, I mean, there's certain people that I tell you, like, yo, I'm not feeling their music or, you know, that's, I'm not a fan of that or whatever. But I'm like, you know what, hip-hop is about being creative. People got different ways of bringing mm-hmm. that creativity out there. So I look at it like she's a different artist than me. I bring something different to the table because I don't want nobody labeling me as, like, Sounds like such and such. No, you're not gonna you're not gonna get that because first of all, such and such probably ain't writing their own stuff. I'm writing every verse myself, and I'm so versatile like it's going everywhere. You know what I mean? You're gonna hear, um, you know, authentic story. You know, tell about the you know I lost my father last year. That was like one of my um, most inspirations in life. Like I I, I um. I follow him, like, so much on how he is. He's just, like, in my blood. You know what I mean? It's just, like, everybody tells me, like, you just, you know, you act just like your dad. He's a true hustler because I'm not going to settle for less. I'm going to settle for the best because I'm going to put the best out there. And that's how my dad was. You know, he's going to put his 100% effort into whatever it is he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to make sure that he hustle and he do what he got to do. To make sure that he gonna he gonna put that best material out there, and that's what I do. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, I, I definitely can agree because um, you know, um, my personal take on it, like um, even if you listen to my show, most of this, like ninety five percent of what you hear on here is like underground, up and coming artists. And the reason for that is I just don't like a lot of the mainstream stuff. Now we do have a few mainstream artists just because I had them on the show or something, so we play the music. But outside right. of that, it's just it's ninety five percent underground hip hop. Why? Because you know uh, you can hear that passion in the music. You can hear you understand what I'm saying. Now don't yeah, don't be some some artists that are you know underground up and coming. Maybe they still ain't got it there. Just not my particular taste. You know everything for everybody. But um, a lot of stuff is good. And people you know come to they say, man, that that music was so good. I, I, I was like, nah, man. Most of that stuff you heard, like ninety five percent of them ain't even signed to no deal. It's just 
It's just people who, you know, are passionate about what they do, who have some good right, music and, right. and who are going to work. Like, I give you a prime There's a lot of artists out here that you heard their first album, and it was, like, all of it. It was, like, you play it front to back. Then the second album, you're going to play half of it, you know. Then the third album, you you got three or four songs. By the time they come up with that fourth one, you'd be lucky to have a hot single. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So you, you look, you, you see the passion decline as the albums come along. It's like now they ain't right. really interested in this no more. They're just doing it because they're in some contractual obligation or something. You know, when you sign up a record deal, they don't be like one-album deals. They sign people up for like, like a, the minimum is usually about three, sometimes more than that. But, you know, they sign you up for a bunch of albums, and that first one, you know, they pour everything into it. But then, you know, then it starts to kind of like drop off. You can start to see the passion like fade. They ain't even, you know, uh, yeah. this ain't even what they want yeah. no more. So. And, it, and I think Absolutely. it comes out in the music, you know, so um, mm-hmm. everybody has their own lane, I guess, because, like I said, some of that stuff is just straight up, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't even know what to call it. I don't, I don't even want to say, well, I'm calling it this. No, that stuff is just straight up whack. It's all the word yeah. for it. You know, I ain't going to name names, but I'm just saying. Let it feel like yeah. it's straight up whack. I know what so you I don't even mean. listen to the radio. Right, I don't either. I really don't listen to it because it's only a very few artists that I actually give respect to that I listen to because the material sounds good. It's most most of them I don't listen to. I'm like, I don't even know how this guy got a deal. Really? Some of these cats, I'm like, I don't even know how they got a deal. I mean, it's, the material's not not sounding up to par to me. And me being an exceptional writer, I know what I what I'm looking for when I hear music. And a lot of mm-hmm. it's sloppy, it's trashy, it's garbage. I hear underground people like, yo, this cat sound better than the mainstream people. You know, well, I think it's about to come full circle. You know. It's about to go back to uh, lyricism. You see what I'm saying? Well, you can't just I know. have, a, I think have, so a, have a hot beat and a catchy little hook, and that's it. You know, you understand what I'm saying? It's coming mm-hmm. back to where you got to actually have rhyme. Because like I said, some of the stuff I've been hearing on the radio in these last couple of years, it's been like, I'm sitting there listening like, hi, and who in the hell gave this guy a record deal? Like, are you kidding? You me? know what? Me too. Like, what is me this? too. I'm I'm definitely on that page. I don't know how some of these people is getting record deals. I'm just like, really? I said I don't even know. Like this this sounds really whack. I'm like, this is nuts. Then you see here some artists, and then it it comes out that they don't even write nothing themselves. Like, okay, are you that's that? what I'm saying. Then you get into then you get in front of an artist who may not be perfect. Like you, you don't get the first one that big commercial set. Like, okay, put them in a the room with a Talib Kweli or Most Death, they'll get lyrically embarrassed. You understand? What I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So that just kind of gets under my skin a lot. I'm just like, man, I I can't I can't deal. But hey, teach his own. I ain't mad at nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's uh, what's that word? Everybody's politically politically correct these days. No one wants to you know say what the truth is anymore. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I just you right. know, avoid a lot of those conversations. You know that with the whole with the whole uh, gay thing too. Like no one no one you know no mm-hmm. one speaks you know the truth. So I kind of just hey stay out of those type conversations because. You know, you say one thing, now the world's against you. Believe me, you, you, and within an hour, you're the worst person on the planet just for just for speaking your mind. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. For saying what's real, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> you're right. Whatever, whatever happened to freedom of speech? That's what I'm trying to figure out. If it's freedom uh-huh. of speech, why do they attack people who actually speak the truth? When you speak the truth, you know, may, maybe you know people receiving it didn't like what the truth was. Don't make don't mean it wasn't the truth. You know. Right, right, 
Absolutely. Now I got some of your songs. Um, are these from uh, um, um, uh, your current album, a last album, a mixtape? Um, you know, these I, I had uh, had you guys, uh, you and your PR sent me over three songs. They sent me over "Can't Take This," uh, "I Rip Up the Dance Floor," and um, "I'm in the Club All Night." Um, are these songs um, from a recent project or from a project previous or, or what? That one was from, that was from a, a previous project. Um, the one that I'm in the club, that's a, a single, um, and that, that's available also, you know, throughout it's, it's been distributed digitally and, you know, and Amazon everywhere, iTunes. I rip up the dance floor. It's definitely on iTunes and so forth and the other. And um, those songs are my previous um, mm-hmm. my project and the singles just, they those singles just dropped. Um, and I have some new projects that I'm working on that I'm waiting for for it to be finished and finalized and mixed and mastered properly. And those 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 for that, that and the last project is gonna be phenomenal. Um, this one right here, people love. I rip up the dance floor. That that song is like people is definitely feeling it. Oh, okay, well yeah, I want to give the, the listeners a sample. So can you introduce the song? Yeah. We'll get the listeners a sample. Take a quick break. Let the listeners check out some of the music, and we'll and we'll come back. So go ahead and uh, introduce your song. Uh, yes, the uh, I rip up the dance floor. All right, well, y'all check it out for me, listeners. We'll be right. We're going to take a pause for the calls. It's almost for Fridays. Real talk with Lee. Y'all keep it locked. We'll be right back. Drink on other bitches, cause I rip up the dance floor, cause I rip up the dance floor. 
bust the dance floor. Grinding on the dance floor, about to rip it up. Grinding on the dance floor, about to rip it up. Cause I rip up the dance floor. In a club, I spill my drink on other bitches. In a club, I spill my drink on other bitches. Cause I rip up the dance floor. Cause I rip up the dance floor. Dance floor, dance floor, dance floor. All right, we're back. Almost famous Friday show on Real Talk. I believe that was Hot Kitty Cat. You know what I mean? With that rip up the dance floor. Nice. Good shit. Good shit over there, man. I, I really like that. Yeah, thank you. And that's another thing. Um, uh, You know, it, it's, it's believable. I believe what you're saying. You know, you talk about some flash shit. And, and at any place I've seen, you know, anytime I've seen you, like, even on social media, you look fly. You, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> So, yeah. I understand. I think. I think. No, nah, a lot of artists are like their own worst enemies. You can't. You can't get them out of their own way. Like I, you know, I, I met a, a, a artist and they and they told me their name and I was like, that's not you. Right. What do you mean? Right. Why not? I was like, it's not believable. You understand what I'm saying? I'm like, look. I said, look. You look. I said, you look. No, I'm just being honest. I said, you look like you stepped out of a a fucking magazine. You understand what I'm saying? So you should go the other route. Just just be classy. Be. You know what I mean? Don't try to be this. It's not believable. Don't try to be this 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 thugged up gangster image, right? No one's gonna believe right, that. Right. And then on the flip side of that, people gonna want when they see you out, they want to see if that's what it really is. Exactly, exactly. So you're bringing drama into your to your, to your life by default. Oh, you you talking this and you and you gangster? Okay, now when motherfuckers run up on you, they're expecting it to be that. Yeah, that's true. Then they start doing some. Some background on you asking your friends questions. Exactly. Like, oh, that's just with the, I'm just with like, well, wait a minute. You, 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 and, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That was a nerdy chicken class everybody picked on. I'm like, oh, okay, there you got somebody for this <laughs> That's an embarrassment. Yeah, if you ain't lived it, you're nothing wrong with that. You know, I understand a lot of the kids are confused, but if you ain't lived it, please, please, do yourself a favor and just don't rap about it. I mean, Exactly. Uh, listen, everybody wasn't exactly. a dope list. I come from the hood. Everybody was not selling dope, okay? Everybody wasn't a dope boy. Right. Everybody didn't have bricks, pushing keys. Some nigga played basketball, okay? Somebody was good on the court. Right. Another nigga was, was just a funny guy, was a comedian type nigga. You had another guy in the hood who could fight. He was known for knocking niggas out. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Everybody wasn't a dope boy. I'm sorry. That's just not the... the right, right. Guys were just not the weed man in the hood. You were the guy who exactly. was just, he was a play, he was the lady man, got all this got all the shorties. You see how done name like seven yeah. different tits. So why Everybody when you get on rap, everybody sold drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why when it comes to rap, everybody was hustling, was moving bricks, like come on man. You on on record you yeah. moving bricks and and, 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 I, and I see you in a, in a in a little Hyundai and shit. I'm like, come that that this don't add up. <laughs> You ain't lying about that. If you're moving bricks, what the fuck are you doing in this little ass Hyundai with some dirty ass sneakers? I don't, this don't add up. Exactly. Come on. You do the math on that and mathematics and you, you know, you just use your head. You can figure that out yourself, you know? Exactly. So by default, like, yo, you don't you put yourself what? into People that category. You could have just kept it 100. Everybody like to party, make party music. You see what I'm saying? Everybody like to do that. Everybody like women yeah. talk about shorties. I mean, I'm just saying. like Exactly. It's, 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 you can create a lane, just you know, make club bangers and, and leave it at that. But all that, um, and that's what gets a lot of these guys in those situations. All that talking about who you done rob, who you, who you gonna shoot, this, that, and the third. Well, here's the problem: when people see you out, they're expecting it to be that what they heard on this record. They're expecting you to be right. living it, and they're gonna check 
to see if you're really living, if you're really about that life. Exactly. <laughs> you can avoid it for as long as you want, but you're going to run across the right cast nigga like, nah, I want to see if this nigga really living it. Yeah. And if you ain't, exactly instantly you're exposed. You see what I'm saying? You instantly are. you're it's exposed. If you really ain't about that life, you're exposed instantly. Yeah, and I heard uh, some some people mentioning uh, I, I was an artist. I won't say their name though. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you going around saying this, that, and the other and stuff. And then you know, people like you said, when people see you, they expect that from you. And then you got one person exposed that you do you weak. I think somebody slapped him or something. He did no, wow. absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Then that from that point on, everybody was like, yo, this can't eat gangster. Come on, bring some other material out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know, it, it's like you know, like you said, people people definitely gonna gonna look at your resume like you know, hey, are they know like I I seen that cat around me as you know, uh, as right. friends and stuff. I know that people used to kick it with that cat like yo, that cat used to sell them. I'm like nah, exactly. I'm gonna give you a city. I stayed in um, NC, right? Now I'm gonna say Raleigh because. I got respect for the other cities, like, you know, Durham cats. I know a lot of them, you know, shout to Durham, real real niggas. They, they, they were like straight up Durham. Bull City, they rep their town. But I was out, they rep their city to the fullest. I'm out in Raleigh. Right. Every, everybody here is from New York, okay? Everybody's, and I'm talking about they give me long, I'm getting, I mean, war stories about the shit you did in New York, right? Then we right. ran into a chick that, 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 that said something completely opposite. New York, that nigga's not from New York. We, we went to elementary school. That's only since third grade. And I'm like, well, I think he's yeah. in New York. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, I, I went to school here, but every summer I went and spent the... Then you're not from New York. What, what do you mean? You were visiting New York in the summers. Just just say that. I respect that more than you trying to, you know, claim to be something you're not. Exactly, exactly. I had a situation uh, when I was I was out, out, out here in Cali and something, and then, um, like, somebody's like, oh, you got an accent. Where you from New York? Like, yeah, I live in, you know, I lived in New York and stuff like that, and, I asked them, they said they was from New York, and then I, I started asking them some specific questions because I do know New York. I said, oh, okay, what street you stay on? Uh, I, don't, I said, that's not, that's not, uh, Bronx, that's, I said, that's not Bronx you talking about. I was like, that's Harlem. I said, you mean you lived in Harlem? They said one street, and I'm like, they're like, no, I don't live in Harlem. Like, you don't even know where you stay there, and you're not from New York. Exactly. You were just saying you know it because you, you don't want to visit once or twice, like, you know, stay with a cousin or something for like uh, two weeks, and then you from there. Nah, it doesn't. It doesn't go like right. that. You know what I mean? Like I say, be proud of from wherever you at because you know a lot of people like I give you prime example. You got um people because I come from up north myself, I'm from the D.C. area, but I stayed in P.G. County. Now everywhere I go, I, I tell them the Zach hood from my, my hood was two one two. I, I, I have a problem saying that because just like in your neck, niggas get murdered in my neighborhood the same way. Niggas moving work. Right. And my, you understand what I'm saying? So I don't have nothing to be ashamed of. Like, oh, I'm going to say, nah, I'm from this hard-ass street in South Beach. No. Do I have cousins and relatives stay over there? Sure. But was that my neighborhood? No, it wasn't my summer ground. I wasn't on that block. The block I was on was all PG County. But if you come over <laughs> there, if you come over there, bullshitting, you, you'll get touched just like any other neighborhood. Exactly. And, and, it's, and it's that simple. So I just, I respect uh, anybody who's, you know, just... You know, be being being true to yourself, and it seems like, like I said, that's the, you know, that's what I'm getting from you. I just seem like you're being true to yourself. You, if you, if you want some fly shit, then 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 be that. You see what I'm saying? But you know, you right. can't be on some fly shit and that look fly when when motherfuckers see you. You know what I'm saying? But it seems right. like you want some fly shit, and and you that's how you look. 
during that picture I got, you know, you know, sitting there with the with the nice long fur coat on and cigars. That, that was some ball sad shit right there, you know. Exactly. I, I was thinking some... about uh, New Jack City where the girl said, I used to be the prime queen. That's how some of these tattoos come up, stuff they done did 20 years ago. You know, before my father passed away, he told me, he said, past tense is the same as never was. You, just mm-hmm. because you did that 20 years ago, don't be that you that same person. You were <laughs> not the same. You know what I mean? You're not doing exactly. that right True. now. So that's not who you are. So who cares about you know, you met up with such and such back then, and you did this, and you might have did that back then. What are you doing right now? Are you still, mm-hmm. you know, you still got those plugs? Are you still doing that? You know, some people living off of uh, old history that don't even exist anymore. A lot of, uh, oh, yeah, exactly, uh, man, Especially out here where I'm at, you know, people be, that's be really about it, you know what I'm saying? running dead. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to introduce you to such and such. I mean, I hear some cats talking to some other cats. I mean, I had this friend that um, he used to pick up a lot of women that way. Uh, yeah, I'm going to introduce you to such and such. And this, that, and other. He used to be getting women, too. And I tell the girls, like, yo, this Marcus, we've been knowing this cat since I was in middle school. This cat do that. Nah, don't go for that. <laughs> Selling you fried right, ice cream. I, I think, is not. I think we should get back to, uh, you know, personal contact because I don't understand this one. Why do people always invite you to some shit over social media? I'm like, I don't, I said, listen, listen, and get mad when you don't respond to the invitation or show to the phone and listen. I ain't been on social media in almost two weeks. Like, I, I'm out here living it. I'm out here really making moves. I'm out here really doing these events and really, you know, out here with celebrities and doing these parties. And, 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 and I don't have time. Do I don't have time to check that shit. So I'm like, listen, you got my, you have my number. All of a sudden, you're too good to just pick up the phone and make a, a phone call. It's going to take you 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm more better, you know, social media, I'm on there and stuff. I'm on there, but a personal invite or, or linking up and seeing someone in person at an event that's out there actually really doing it is, you know, definitely much better. You know what I mean? Like when I send invites to people like, you know, you know, you want to come out and, and, and meet a few people and take a look at these opportunities that's at this event that I'm going to be at. I, I send them personal messages and let them know, and that's like my, you know, people that I know, and I know that they're trying to improve and do different things in their life. Right. I, mean, you know, I you contact know, things you that personally. I know I'm going to reach out and send and, a personal and, and message, a phone and whether say, hey. it's Twitter or Facebook. And, you mm-hmm. know, some some of the people, like, I don't, I don't know them all that well, but I know that they're willing to take advantage of opportunities. And if I see opportunities that match, you know, their talent and what they're doing, then I definitely like, yo, you might want to come up here and bring, like, four or five Headshots and resume, uh, they got this movie that, you know, they're looking for some talent for. So you might be able to get the gig. So, you know, I try to be straightforward with people and let them, let them know. But I let them know through, um, I think, just putting some on social media and putting it on my Facebook, it doesn't get quite the attention rather than sending a direct message. I always get better results one-on-one or out there face-to-face. You always get better results. Because sometimes right. like you know, like they don't look at people's eyes. main you know page and see what's going on. You can say whatever you want over social media or through a text, but nothing like looking somebody in their eye. You know, what I mean, you can, you can, you know, look at them. You, you can yeah. look them in their eye and see if they're being one hundred with you or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like to call it the Vonnie Hill effect. You know, because I mean, that's the, the strange thing about Hollywood. You know, you get you get Vonnie Hill. You know, as your prime example. I got invited up to all these goddamn uh, parties with with mega superstars, right? Right. Until I actually right. showed up. 
Then it, it wasn't what, what I was told. You understand what I'm saying? But I realized, right. just like with Von Hill Hill in the Mars show, I wasn't there supposed to come. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> It was all these great, great things until I actually got there. Then it was like oh, none of that yeah. shit, none of that shit, none, none they were talking about jumped off. Why? Because I was never supposed to come. You understand what I'm saying? So Uh-oh. I never came. Oh, oh man, you, you missed out. You, you'd have been here, you this, 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 and third. Okay. Uh, and I, I kind of felt that way because, oh, don't worry about it. Don't, don't waste your, your money or whatever. I said, no, no, it's not a big deal. I said, give me like an hour or two. I'll call you back. Called him back to all day. Uh, okay. Had the flight booked and everything. Booked the flight. Oh, then now the backpedaling started. I'm like, well, what, what's going on? Like, you just told me. <laughs> well, I already booked yeah, the flight, so ain't really no turning back. I'm not going to lose 50% on the ticket, and that comes. Mm-hmm. So, you know. <laughs> We'll just see when I get there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, when can the listeners like connect with you? Like, how can they say someone's listening? They want to um, find out more information about Hot Kitty Cat, or they want to, you know, they want to get some more of your music. What's the best way to, for them to do that? Uh, yeah, the best way to to check me out is um, I'm on. Facebook, Twitter, and I am on Instagram. Um, my Twitter is always, you know, active. You can look under my Twitter and say, like, Hot Kitty Cat. I'm going to make sure everybody know how to spell that right because I don't spell it the traditional way. Um, the hot is H-O-T-T-T-T, and the kitty is spelled traditionally K-I-T-T-Y, and then the cat is spelled with a K instead of a C, so it's K-A-T. So um, you can, you know, even if you Google Hot Kitty Cat, you're going to see that there's a lot of stuff. My SoundCloud is SoundCloud.com, Hot Kitty Cat. You can check out my tracks there. Um, I got my tracks up on iTunes. Um, I have my stuff on Amazon digitally. You can go to eMusic, you know, and, and stuff and pick up my singles. They're all over the Internet. Um, I rip up the dance floor. That's my single. And um, I'm in the club all night. That's my other single. And then I got some new material that's going to be coming out. But those those songs are definitely hot. I keep getting new fans uh, every day uh, that's, that's congratulating thank you, and, and telling me that they love the songs. Um, I rip up the dance floor and I'm in the club. It's just spinning on, you know, spinning and on different channels and stuff. And I've been definitely trying to expand and get that music out there. Um and on my Twitter, it's um it's under Hot Kitty Cat as well. H O T T and Kitty K I T T Y and Cat K A T. And then you, it's also under um my my acting name, which is Tiffany Steiger, and that's uh, T I F F A M Y S T I G E R. So you can find me right there on Twitter and everything, and see like my events. I do got a concert that's coming up soon. I'm gonna do mm-hmm. a couple little um you know things and stuff like that, and I also do a lot of things where I donate and, you know, show and try to, you know, put stuff back, you know, in the community and do things and show my support any way I can, um, you know, to help our people out and stuff. So, you know, that's me. And, um, you know, be tuned for the new singles and stuff that's coming out because I got something I'm waiting on, uh, Epidemic, to, to finish mixing, mastering this material mm-hmm. stuff I got. And once that's done, um, you know, I'm, I'm we're dropping some, some new stuff and we're going to be, doing some promoting and stuff and, and trying to get it out there. Um, well, that's yeah, what's I used up. to keep, keep my fans, you know, tuned on um, 
on um you know what what I got coming out on my social media. I'll let them know. Yeah, and that's the beauty of like social that. media. And I know that's people what personally, for. or I ran across Noted. them, or they sent me messages. I'll let them know things are going on too as well. And it's always good, you know. I try to be, um, you know, there and loyal to fans and stuff, and try to connect with everybody and let them know I appreciate everything and things like that. And then also, um, you know, invite in, in, you know, people out to different gatherings and events where they could, you know, possibly run into somebody if they're trying to do certain things in their career. Definitely, well, y'all, man. Y'all heard it here first, man. Y'all definitely check out Hot Kitty Cat on social media. Google her name or Tiffany Steiger. You know what I mean? Um, you know she definitely using social media for the right things. You know that's what I use it for to promote what I'm doing. You know, so all you right. know, this is this a service announcement to all you internet gangsters out there. Please stop posting profiles, uh, posting pictures of, your, of yourself in the picture with coke on the table, money, guns. Then you get arrested two weeks later and got the audacity to talk about somebody snitching. No, you snitch on yourself by posting that ridiculous <laughs> ass photo. Gang, real gangsters move in exactly. silence. I mean, God, Lee, this, this thing is getting yeah. out of control. Like, it's getting ridiculous to some of the things I'm seeing on social media. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's getting me? ridiculous. Really ridiculous. I see somebody, like, trying to bust a cap on somebody, put it up on social media. Are you crazy? Like you just snitched on yeah, yourself. You just, you just recorded yourself and in the commission of a crime, a felony crime. And then they came down and came and got you out. Like, right, that was you. But be the first one yelling, man, niggas don't hear snitching when they get caught. <laughs> when you just snitched on yourself. Snitched on yourself. Real gangsters will tell you, they don't mess with that social media like that. Any anybody who really lives in, here's how it works. People who walk the walk and people who talk the talk. People who walk the walk ain't got time to be talking because they busy walking. And niggas exactly. be talking to When it's time to walk, they go find somebody else to do the walking for them. That's just what it is. You know, mm-hmm. if you was really living it, you ain't got to boast and brag about it. Everybody in the street already know what it is. They already Unless know. maybe like, that you know, ain't the case. Kind of legend. Yeah, exactly. You know, I know, I know many niggas who be getting money, they do. don't be on social media you know, boasting and bragging about all the nice cards and stuff they got. Why? Because they don't want to be hot and have the police and the FBI all up in their business. Exactly. You know, the, the real people is the ones that keep their mouth closed, ain't, you know, keep their mouth closed. Right, you don't hear nothing about them. <laughs> Confidential, you know what I'm saying? When you're out there bragging too much and you got too many cats after you trying to rob and get you good, so you might as well, <laughs> you know, you going to pick up a few haters too bragging and stuff. They're like, yeah, next time I see this cat around town, I'm going to get it. You know what I'm that's saying? That's all it so is, and that's what careful. I don't get. Like, why you want to post yourself up with twenty and thirty thousand dollar watches on, right? And you want to be in a hundred thousand dollar car with all this money? You just put up a wanted ad for rob me, please, please rob me when you see me. That's all you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. If you yeah, ever were having to see me out in the street, please rob me. <laughs> yeah. That's the statement you're making. Please. To real motherfuckers, to real niggas, that's only thing you're saying. Oh, rob me! <laughs> I don't know what to do with this statement. Exactly. And then, then this one's a good one right here. Like, um, I was in the mall one time, and I was just, like, looking at stuff, and then there was this one little counter where she had a whole bunch of, like, nice-looking gold. And I was like, wow, this is, like, this stuff that these two chains is nice. How much is it? She started saying how cheap it was, and then she was like, oh, you know what? She was like, all these, uh, you know, she was telling me about how artists, you know, make it look like they got all this, um, you know, black diamonds and this and that. She said she'd be making all the, you know, the chains for them, and it's not even real. 
But she said, under the camera, you can't tell if it's black diamonds or not. And then next thing you know, one of my friends was on social media, went to the same mall with me when I was shopping, <laughs> trying to get a fit for my um, music video that's dropping. And uh, when I went to get a fit for my um, photo shoot in my music video, this cat buying stuff, then that cat put it on social media talking about black diamonds. I was like, I was with that cat when he bought that garbage. Come on. <laughs> that ain't no black diamonds. I know it. I know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's funny, man. I, I hate, I hate this kind of that. Everybody wants to be a star, man. Like you know, and that's you know, and I want to thank you know motherfuckers on social media. That's how I started my cut. Look at me casting. I started that because mm-hmm. so many people on on you know on these social media sites like look at me. They just couldn't take it. So they were it, it started off as a joke, but it turned into a, a real company. You know, been had it for six years now, and it's this off. You know, me actually making fun of people on social media, and this this was hilarious to me. And, you know, it turned out it, it's something there, though, because I've never had a shortage of people still trying to get their foot in the door in the industry. I I don't have a shortage of people uh, hitting me up. So, so yeah. Man, right. Man. Do you want to give any shout-outs, Kitty Cat? You, you got anybody you want to give a shout-out to or thank you to, anything like that? Uh, Yeah, I want, I, I want to say thank you to, you know, my team of, you know, producers, engineer that's been working on my new material, especially the epidemic, and you know, to everybody that's been there, to my fans, I need you guys, and thanks for the support. And I love when I get new fans and things like that, and I love putting new stuff out there, and love getting feedback from everybody. And I definitely want to say, um, you know, uh, thank you know, thanks for everything, uh, my brother, my family, and um, that's pretty much it. Oh, okay, well, yeah, I'm about to uh, uh, hold the line for me, Kitty. Um, well, yeah, look, we got got the building. Almost famous Friday. Have another good show. Y'all come back from Money Making Mondays. We can do it again all next week, five days a week. That's gonna give it. Uh, oh, y'all check my my new TV show. What is your truth? You know that that's coming to y'all real soon. Um, we're we're slowly putting out snippets of different interviews at different events. Y'all can check that on YouTube. You know, check the YouTube channel Hollywood Lee. Um, you're going to see, like, different interviews with different celebrities and stuff. Uh, we only have about four or five of them up now, but it's more coming because we, you know, we're still working on the footage. Shout out to my um, my new model slash beautiful co-host, uh, Tracia Jones, a.k.a. Trey Trey. Y'all can check out on Instagram at, at Trey Trey underscore, you know what I mean? And um, just get with the movement, man. So I'm going to keep moving, man. Um, and, um... Yeah, man, I, I holler back, man. So, oh, I always got to leave with some words of inspiration. Um, the family that blades together stays together. And as always, remember, don't smoke it all in one place. We out the building. I holler back.
been a teacher, make a nigga really wanna bring a preacher to meet you, girl. Goddamn, you cold as ice. I thought I'd let you know. Goddamn, you cold as ice. Don't lose control. Don't lose control. Goddamn, you cold as ice. I thought I'd let you know. I thought I'd let you know. Goddamn, you cold as ice. Don't lose control. Don't lose control. Uh, when the rain it pours, baby girl, when the rain it pours. So how about we go to a place where it don't rain no more? Yeah, you and me. Uh, when the rain it pours, baby girl, when the rain it pours So how about we go to a place where it don't rain no more Yeah, you and me, uh, let me take you to eternal bliss She said she wanted more than less, she wanted happiness Security, embrace the insecurity, sick of lanes So she said the cure was me, I feel it It's cool, girl, you rocking with the finest To make them like this, you have to redefine science Never go against our reliance Let's take a trip to an island or the pina coladas Laugh about to come up when the sun go down We fucking to the sun up, it's nothing, just me and you Told me her sex was a weapon, turned around, hit me with a 22 like Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.